All right, so welcome to another episode of Sneaks, Rhymes, and Life. I am your host, Lionel McDonald. So we have a special edition today, a special NFL draft edition. And I, today I bring with you our, uh, uh, my guest today is uh, uh, Jason Gloins. Jason, what's up? How are you? How's it going, buddy? Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. So uh, I know we connect on a lot of different things, hip hop, uh, definitely sports and, and football um, per se. So maybe you could share with everyone a little bit about yourself. Uh, what do you do? And and uh, and some of your interests, uh, you know, that I've already mentioned, you know, come maybe give us a little bit of a deep dive. Yeah, sure. So I'm a child and youth worker for the Toronto District School Board uh, full time. But part time, I'm a uh, NFL draft guru. <laughs> Not really, but yeah, man, I, I I look forward to this year every year. Uh, the combine, the mock drafts. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people find it. Uh, you know, I'd let me know what happens after it, but I I can't wait for Thursday. So I'm really pumped up to to do a mock draft with you. And uh, yeah, looking forward to getting it going. Yeah, it should be a very very interesting draft. Obviously, we know this draft is uh, is a little QB heavy and. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of moving and shaking or deciding whether you take your franchise, hopefully franchise QB in these early, call it 10 picks. But, uh, you know, before we kind of get into the draft a, a little bit, Jay, so obviously we've connected a lot on on hip hop per se. And, you know, the, the podcast is called Sneaks, Rhymes and Life. So maybe you could share a little bit about uh, your love and, and, and passion for the, uh, the, the culture of hip hop. Yeah, so, um, you know, anybody my age, uh, you know, we grew up on hip-hop in the 80s. For me, personally, Slick Rick, Run DMC, Public Enemy, NWA, that kind of stuff, um, which led to some West Coast uh, love there, Dre, and uh, Easy and Above the Law, and Too Short, and, uh, you know, uh, which, 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 uh, which took, took me into the, um, you know, the East Coast scene that my friend got me on. And I was so stuck in the West Coast for, for such a long time. He says, no, you got to listen. You got to listen to this uh, this album, Ready to Die, and this album, 36, Chamber, and 36 Chambers. And I, 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 I can remember that day vividly in my buddy's basement, just hearing stuff I had never heard before. And, you know, that's when I really, really fell in love with it. You know, of course, uh, Biggie and the Woo. And after that became Nas and Mob Deep and, and J. Roo and Cormega. And the list goes on and on and on. So... Um, you know, I'm still stuck in my 90s. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to some of the, the new guys uh, here and there as, as my youngest son is a really big hip hop head. So he plays a lot of stuff to me. I, um, something interesting is, is, you know, when I was younger growing up, I really never listened to a lot of Canadian hip hop. And I just, you know, I thought it was whack. And, you know, it's I mean, all the good stuff's come from the U.S. There's some good ones. Like, yeah, man, like he listens about I would say about 30 to 40 percent of the stuff he listens to right now um are uh are from uh, uh, uh you know uh, canada so it's really grown since i've uh come up and uh yeah man it's it's my love for it still going strong and uh you know I'll, I, as i said I, I listen to my old school stuff but i'm always um listening to uh or listening for some of the new cats that are coming out because they're, they're very talented i mean listen i'm glad that mumble rap stage is gone i just could yeah. not do it um but uh, some of these no. new kids coming up are really talented yeah yeah, I know. Like one of the big buzz groups right now is uh, is Griselda out of Buffalo. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard... he, he, you see so much of their gear and Benny the Butcher and yeah, yes, you know all, all the rest of the the rest of the crew. Conway, they they're they're crazy dope. Like I, I wouldn't say that they're the modern day Wu Tang, but see, that's... everyone wants to work with them. Primo wants yeah. to work with them. Um, 
uh, Wu-Tang loves these guys. Like Method Man's been on multiple tracks with them. Raekwon's been on a track. So yeah, I've had, I've had many guys tell me, it's like, Jay, you got to check out Griselda. I mean, if you like the woo and, and so, you know, I got to get, I got to get to that at some point. Um, because yeah, I've heard it from, from many different, and it's like Eagles that you'll like that stuff. That's the stuff you grew up on. And, yeah. and they are, I believe in their, they're older, if I'm not mistaken, they're, they're, in their- they're, not, they're not, they're not like in their teens or the early twenties. Right. They, like they've, right. they've done their time. Like sure. They've only really been on the scene for like the last five years, but they're, they're in their, I would say they're probably early to mid thirties, if not yeah. later I than think, that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know for sure. I would have to look it up, but yeah. So yeah, they're they're one of the, the the better ones that are out there, and obviously you know you talk about you know Canadian artists. I still love some of those guys. You know, Danny O has already been a a guest on here. You know, Maestro. Oh, wow. I'm still I'm still working on getting Maestro, and you know, hopefully one of these days I can complete the quartet in having Shaw Claire and, and um wow, yeah. and and Socrates because I I know them from like my days as a part time at Scarborough Town Center. They would come in for Tuesday night movies. And yeah. uh, um, listen, those are some of the guys well. that I did listen to. Yeah. And uh, as I mentioned, my, my older son is friends with um, uh, Slim De Niro, which yep. is a young guy coming out of um, uh, Durham here. Uh, he's been on Apple Music. He's making a name for himself. So we've, um, we've, we've, we've talked to him and, and hopefully we can get him on here too at some point. All right. That, that would be awesome. I, I'd love to, to get one of these new guys on and, and, and see what's going on. Because if he's already on Apple and he's making a buzz, that's the yeah. kind of person that I'm looking for. So anyways, Absolutely. let's get it cracking. So All right. we're, we're in a, a couple same fantasy league. So for, for the listeners, this is kind of, this is in the life segment of Sneaks, Rhymes, and Life. I am a monster football fan. Football is by far number one, despite I, I'm loving basketball and baseball. And, and you know, we'll definitely be watching the NHL playoffs and, you know, a huge UFC that we just saw on, on the weekend with some crazy injuries and and other things that happen but the name of the game today is football i'm a washington fan so yes i'm wearing sean taylor uh got my reggie white on i see you got your reggie white on because you're a packers fan so um let's uh let's go and let's get it cracking so uh jay i guess we'll we'll kind of just kind of lay it out for our listeners today the format yeah i'm gonna let you go with every pick first and then i'm gonna kind of come in with with my pick okay sounds good give you the, uh, the floor here so you know I've, I've changed my mock uh, quite a few times over the last couple of weeks but I think the first three for me will remain the same but we'll start off with Jacksonville and this has got to be the pick across the board uh, Trevor Lawrence QB from Clemson I think the Jets um, you know albeit you never want to ask a, a team to mail it in or, or tank or whatever um, them winning that game and and putting it not that they're, they're, they're you know they're still in the number two spot but uh, you know, um, they're missing out on on um, on a potential, uh, you know, the next Peyton Manning, as some people have called him, right? So I think that's a consensus number one one pick. I mean, there's just yeah. no way they're, yeah. There's no way they're taking a chance in not taking him. I think there was some early buzz after he didn't play well in, in at, at the end of the season. You know, obviously Clemson didn't win the title. Um you know, LSU had an incredible team and, and we, we see how, how good uh, Alabama has been consistently. So it didn't work out well for, for, for tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence, but he, he's, he's the number one pick hands yeah. down. And th- that's it. Like there's no debating it. Let's just move on to pick number two. 
Yep. And we've got the Jets. And obviously, they traded Sam Darnold. So we know what, what position they're going to. Um, you know, the next week could be a little tricky, but I think the consensus, and I, w- I would agree, would be Zach Wilson from BYU. Um, you know, get their um, quarterback of the future. They got the uh, new coach in there, Robert Saleh, from the, the defensive coordinator from the uh, the 49ers. So they're, he's looking to put a stamp on that team. And and I got to tell you, I'm not, I, you know, I think the days of the Jets just uh, being, um, you know, uh, give me wins kind of thing are going to change. I mean, they've got some nice pieces there. Um, obviously, they'll add to the O-line over the years to get, get and get him some weapons. But there's some nice stuff there right now. Yeah, I, I would also share my, the same sentiments. Wilson seems like the guy, you know, QB out of BYU. You know, he's got the arm. You know, he, he's got all the accolades as, as a QB. The Jets, 100% after trading Darnold, there's no way they're walking away from the number two pick. Someone would have to give them, like, multiple first-round picks for the next year. So again, I'd love to talk trade as, as you, you, you and I both do, but they're not budging off this pick. This is a lot. And, and, uh, you know, I'll let you go into pick number three, but we know they're not trading the pick because they traded to get that pick and 49ers. And let me just touch on the trades. There is guaranteed going to be some trades in the first round. I'm I'm sure a team's going to trade up to try and get a QB, but for the sake of this mock for me, anyways, I've, I've just stuck with the, um, you know, straight picks, no trades. And that brings us to the 49ers who also moved up. So, you know, for a reason, Um, I never believed in Garoppolo. Uh, You know, I never thought he was going to be the long-term answer there. And now neither do they. I have them going with, and this this one could go back and forth. And I, I have gone back and forth on it, but obviously we're going to go with another QB here, Trey Lance from North Dakota. So, you know, you, you and I have talked about this already, and I, I flip-flop back and forth. You know, I think they they, they said they, they would be good with any of the five QBs at three. I, yeah, that, that's I what that I heard. Today. Now, we, yeah. we know that, you know, the Jets are definitely thinking Wilson and 100% the, the Jaguars are thinking Lawrence. I do not see barring there's some mystery injury or some, you know, some, uh, you know, character flaw that we they hear and he drops like a rock. rock. So I, I you definitely you have, you know, Mac Jones, I, I kind of had slated here. I've kind of changed my mind in, in the last two or three days just hearing a a lot about what they want to do fields is uh is someone that i thought about and i think they're going to go trey lance as well i think that's the guy based on the the wild card and the talent and the offense that he's going to be in i I think they're going trey lance as well so uh and kind of come around on that so i think we're on the yeah we're on the same page here now i think for the first three i think we were already um off the rails together after the first two, but we're looking pretty good so far. So far, I so think good. it could go off the. Here is where we could differ. I'm I'm sticking with my original mock. Um, I just, to me, how can you? Uh, well, let's say Atlanta's at four. How can you, you know, pass on a potential stud like Justin Fields out of Ohio when you know Ryan is up there? Um, you, you just don't know how many more years he's got left. Um, you know, Julio's going to, you know, he's probably got a couple of good seasons left in him. So, you know, they got Ridley there and uh, a couple other young guys. Um, so I, I got to go with Justin Fields here because, you know, uh, you, you pass on him and, you know, you could have an Aaron Rodgers, San Francisco, uh, you know, fiasco on your hands uh, where he slid to 22 that year. And yeah. uh, the rest is history. So my pick is definitely Justin Fields. 
quarterback. So very interesting. Uh, again, I know we we do not agree on this pick whatsoever, and and I'm not budging. They need a playmaker. I I definitely have now heard you know a hundred percent that uh, they're getting calls about Julio. I don't think Julio goes anywhere, but I think they they definitely think that Matt Ryan could bridge this for another two years. And I think they have a better chance to kind of circle the wagons and turn things around if they get another playmaker that can make a difference. The big problem that they had last year on their offense was way too many injuries, uh, among other things. So Kyle Pitts out of uh, out, out of Florida, the number one tight end, arguably the number one playmaker in this draft. He's got all the credentials. You know, he's got the vertical. He's got the uh, the ability to block. I think that might be his weakness, but uh, I, I think uh, he's not coming in to block. He's uh, no, he he's coming in there to, to, to catch 85, 90 balls like you see with uh, Travis Kelsey. So I, I think that's going to be his uh, the big thing that we uh, we see out of that uh, that number four pick. OK, uh, number five. This is a no brainer. We're going, uh, you know, offensive lineman uh, Swell from Oregon. And you, you I mean, you've got to have that. I mean, if you don't have that guy, you've got to have that position that. Yeah. And, and this is where, again, so we're, we were good for three picks, Jay, and we're now totally off the rails because I, I think they're going playmaker. They got rid of A.J. Green. Uh, they, they let him go to Arizona. They're, they're going Jamar Chase. They want the number one receiver that's available. Um, they, they have a young QB. They need to give him a weapon. Yes, he's, he's coming off an ACL. And I think, I think really this some of this aligns is that – we don't know if Burrow is going to be ready to play. He wants to be ready for week one. And if he's not, what's the rush to get to, to get him to play? If they miss four games or six games and he's not quite 100%, I'm not saying they're going to, like the old school, you shut a guy for down for a whole year and he doesn't play. But I don't think they're going to rush this franchise QB. But at the same time, would you want that? You would you want the receiver that the, you know? We know a receiver takes two or three years to figure it out. Not everyone can be Jefferson coming or Randy Moss that comes straight into the league and and can make a significant contribution right off the hop and dominate. So I, I think they're going Jamar Chase uh, out of LSU. He's an unbelievable playmaker. Blew out, blew the doors off at the at the combine. I, I think that's where they go. All right. We will move on to number six, which is Miami. And this is where I actually have uh, Kyle Pitts tied in from Florida. Um, you know, they've already given uh, to a, a, um, Fuller. Um, they've got a nice tight end in Gasecki already there. Devontae Parker is there. Um, so they are surrounding him with weapons. I, I feel like they keep it going. Um, with a two tight end set, much like they, uh, you know, New England did with uh, with Gronk and Hernandez, and what Philly likes to do with Goddard and um, Ertz. Uh, so you know, let's get him a. You know, Miami's got another pick in the first round, and I believe they have multiple throughout the draft. Um, so let's 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 get him a weapon, and we'll address the rest of the stuff later. So obviously, we're going to differ here because you've already gone Kyle Pitts, um, but that is my pick at number six. So if Kyle Pitts is still there at six, that's where they go. But I'm saying yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta takes him. So I think with Kyle Pitts off the board, the trade bell rings. And I, oh. see, I see the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick trading to six to pick none other than Justin Fields out of OSU. Oh. 
If they're going well, Dubé, right there. It, that's where because they, they're worried about listen, potentially um, Detroit, Denver, and yep. Denver getting him. Uh, they, well, they could be out with a QB if they had the ten pick. So I, I think they're, I think they're trading up to six to make that happen. If Fields is still there, I would one hundred percent agree with you because it will be that situation where you know how can you how can you let like I mean he's you, I guess like you said you know maybe. Golf is there, but maybe that's going to hit the head of Detroit. But you definitely got to get ahead of Denver. Carolina, not so much because they just traded for um, Darnold. Yeah. Um, but Denver, for sure. If you have any inkling that that uh, that that they're going to go QB and a guy like I don't think they do it for Mac Jones. I think they could probably Mac Jones could potentially fall for the, to them there. But if Fields is there, yeah, I think they would have to yeah. make that trade. Yeah, I, I think I think after seeing Trey Lance go third. Overall, I think the panic button because the the player that guys want is is Fields out, out of the the two that are remaining. And if right. Mac Jones fault, like if someone you know further down the line, you know I'm not going to say maybe you know I know we we're getting ahead of ourselves, but Minnesota at 14 that wants to take a guy like Mac Jones to secure their future, um, that something like that could happen. But I see New England sure. striking with the iron hot and, right. and, and taking. Um, taking uh um fields at six at six okay so my so in your mock miami would move down to 15 yep who do you got at seven at seven here is where i got jamar chase i mean detroit lost galladay who i I was really sad to see him leave because he was so injured for them but he could be a superstar if he can remain healthy they lost marvin jones um i i can't even i can't even tell you off the top of my head who else is there if anyone needs a playmaker especially for their new quarterback it's the lions and if Chase is gone, like you said, if 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 he does move, it, it will be another receiver. It it has to be. But mm-hmm. in my mock from LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase going to Detroit. Okay, so I hundred percent agree with you. I, again, I already got Chase off the board at five. So I I think they're thinking, you know, are they going to go to Devonte Smith? I, I, are they going to go Waddle? I think th- there's a lot to like about Waddle. I don't think you can turn your back though on what we saw in college football with um, with Devontae Smith. So I think they go Smith at seven. Yeah, he was a beast. All right, yeah. nice pick. So uh, this is one pick at eight with Carolina that I did change. In my original mock, I had them as with Waddle, you know, the wide receiver from Alabama. But I feel with um, Ro- Roby Anderson and uh, DJ Moore there, uh, they may want to address their uh, secondary. So I've got them going J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina. Um, again, my same kind of reason why I, I skipped a couple of the playmakers at the top there um, for the offensive linemen. I just, it, you know, it might not be as deep as it was last year at the wide receiver position, but there are definite guys to be had in the second and third rounds. And, uh, you know, I just, I believe if you can get that playmaker in the backfield, um, and again, uh, you know, they, they, they did lose um, Curtis Samuel, yes, uh, but they've got McCaffrey coming back. I, I think they'll be okay on the offense. I like Sam Darnold more, more than most people, so I, that's why I went defense here. What do you got? Yeah, I, I could easily they, – they definitely – they spent I, – I look at it the other ways. They spent – and they didn't get a corner. They drafted – I think they drafted five of their seven picks last year were no actually all seven or all six picks last year were in on their defense they had an mm-hmm. entire defensive draft so i think they addressed the other side of the ball because 
he's now available because people have chased playmakers. Sewell is the logical pick now at eight. Um, they need help to protect, you know, they've now invested in Darnold being their QB. Um, and then, you know, we got McCaffrey coming back, you know, they, they have some nice weapons at, at receiver. They need to, to solidify the line and no, no better chance than take the best offensive lineman that's on the board. All right. That brings us to Denver. And I still struggle with this pick. I guess this is more of a, I, I hope they do this as opposed to, you know, what they may do. And I'm really hoping they give Drew Locke another shot. You know, I thought it was really unfair that, you know, all the fingers were pointed at him. You look at the drop passes. Um, Jerry Judy did not have a good year, dropped a lot of passes. Uh, Cortland Sutton was out for the year. Um, their other young guy, uh, his name escapes me right now. Um, you know, you know, didn't, you didn't hear a lot, whole lot from him. I feel like they got to give him another opportunity. Um, you know, with that being said, it, again, if a guy like Fields were to fall, um, they, 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 it, it may be too, you know, mouth-watering, for lack of a better word, uh, to, to just to go, go right off their board and say, listen, we never thought he was going to be here. Let's go. But since he's gone in my mock, um, I am going to go defense for them uh, at the linebacker position. Mika Parsons from Penn State. Mika, Mika's a great player. I, I definitely have him on my on this board as we go to we go twenty picks deep today. I, I think at nine, you've already kind of mentioned it that it's a big big opportunity for you. Know, what what do they do at the QB position? I think with with Mac Jones still on the board, I think they they easily could go defense. And and I still have you know J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertain Jr. both on the board. Both would be yeah. perfect fits on their defense of what they need. But I think Mac Jones is now going to be too juicy. I don't think they're going to give their QB a fair shake. I think they, they want to be able to say, we can turn to this guy yeah. if, if, uh, if Drew Locke is not right. And I, and I agree with you. I don't think it's right. I think they should let Drew Locke play. And if they, if he, they stink, they'll stink. And they'll have a first-round pick next year. Right, right. Off of the draft and draft it. But they should give Drew Locke the chance they're not going to do it. They're going to take Mac Jones off the board because he went to Alabama. And, and I could absolutely see that happening for sure. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just hoping they don't. Yep. <laughs> Number 10, Dallas. And I haven't veered from this guy. You know, I think they need, you know, to me, Dallas, you know, I'm, they're a really interesting team. They're, they're loaded at receiver. They've got the running backs and, and Tony Pollock and Zeke. Uh, they're, um, they're, they're, their O-line when healthy is one of the best in the league. Um, their secondary needs some help. And I've definitely, you've already mentioned them, Patrick Sertain, QB from Alabama, uh, going at the 10 spot to Dallas. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You, you got the position nailed I, and it, just the way my draft is falling. So you got, it's a toss up right now between Patrick Sertain Jr. And, 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 and JC Horn. I got JC Horn penciled here. It easily yeah. could be Sertain. Um, when one of these guys will end up in yeah. a few other picks later on, depending on how the rest of the draft shakes out. So, all right. Sounds good. That takes us to 11. And if I remember correctly, last time we kind of talked and we're bouncing stuff off each other, we were way off on this one. Number 11, New York giants. Um, you know, I've, Daniel Jones was the fourth most sacked quarterback in the league last year. I think, uh, you know, where I'm going with this. You know, they've got uh, Barkley coming back. 
uh, another interesting team, actually. You know, you got Barkley coming back. You, you, you sign Galladay. You've got some two good receivers already there in um, uh, Slayton and um, oh my god, help me I'm, out here. I'm, I'm blanking too. I know, I know who you're talking. They got like actually three, three good yeah. receivers, and Evan, they have Galladay. Evan Engram, Galladay, Slayton, Shepard. That's what it is. Yep. And uh, so, and, and again, in order to, um, you know, keep Daniel Jones upright and creating holes for uh, Barkley, you got to go uh, offensive tackle here. Or, and I'm going to go with Rashawn Slater from Alabama. So we got the, the again, we got the right same position. We just got, um, no, actually, in this case, we have the same player. So I, I think, you know, there's Christian uh, uh, Darashaw at a Virginia Tech. Um, I, I think you got, um, you know, Vera, Vera Tucker uh, is another option. Uh, I think they go Slater here. I think Slater is the best choice yep. to go in this spot. So All that's right. where they're going to go. Um, he's out of South Carolina, you know, great offensive lineman. Who knows he, whether he plays tackle or he plays guard, but they need someone to – keep daniel jones upright that that's the name yeah. of the game that when if they when they can protect him they can make plays and and, and having barkley black because they literally played almost the whole season without him um they, they have a huge chance to take a huge jump they, they were they only missed the nfc east by by yeah. one game and well, that's this, this without is, their this, best player this is a massive opportunity for the entire nfc east to make amends from last year and as we've spoken i believe they will I, yeah. I like what uh, this, these guys have done in the offseason. I like what they're going to do in the draft. Um, I don't think they're going to be a joke like they were this year. Um, it, it, it'll be an, a, a very fun and exciting division to watch. I know you're pretty pumped, right? I am, um, definitely. So that, bring, that brings us to uh, an NFC East team with Philly at 12. And, uh, you know, I've, I've stayed away from the playmakers. I think I've gone, you know, cornerback uh, 8, 9, and 10, and then offensive tackle 11. But Philly, who lost to Sean Jackson, um, you know, they want to give weapons to Jalen Hurts. And this is where I'm going, Devontae Smith, wide receiver from Alabama here. I think, uh, you know, uh, with their, uh, their other young stud, Rieger there, man, that could, that could form a, a sick duo for years to come. So that, that would be an exciting, uh, you know, uh, receiving court to, to watch. They've already got Hurts there. I mean, there's been, you know, I've heard the, the trade rumors, but he's still there. He got Goddard. Now you've got every weapon for Hurts. There's no excuse. Mm -hmm. um, really like the back they've got there. Um, you know, so, you know, if they've got all the weapons, you know, to, to fire at all the cylinders, as I say, you know, so let's, uh, let's see what we can do here. The defense wasn't, wasn't too bad last year. They probably have to address it at some point in the draft, but uh, that's my pick at number 12. Yeah. So I, I still see Patrick Sertin Jr. Just based on my draft that he's dangling out there. I'm sure they could use a corner like that, but I agree with you. If they're investing in Jalen Hurts as the QB, they need another weapon. So the, the best receiver that's on the board, because Smith got picked already, they're going Waddle here at, uh, okay. at 12. So that's uh, we're, we're on the same vein, that they're going weapon. They, they have to. They have to be able to move the ball. And, you know, they could use the defensive player. And I think hopefully, you know, second and third round, there's still lots of value at, sure. at yeah. corner, at corner and, and, you know, to, to give them some youth at, on their, on their D line. Cause they have some excellent D linemen, but they're starting to creep up there in age. So uh, I, right. I think they'll do that later in the draft, but they're going waddle here as the, as the, uh, I think I got him as the second best receiver and third best playmaker that's available. Actually, four. I don't. I don't believe all that talk about uh, quarterback competition. I think that's no. something you say. Um, that's got to be hurt. Uh, uh, Jalen hurts job to, to to lose, 
and he would have to really fall flat in his face in the preseason uh, to lose that job. On to number 13, the LA Chargers. Again, much uh, of what I said uh, for Cincinnati's pick uh, can be said about this pick. You, you got to keep um, Herbert healthy. Uh, just looking at my notes, he was the ninth uh, most sacked quarterback in the league last year. He had an excellent, excellent rookie campaign, rook of the year. He's got my boy Keenan Allen there. Love him. So we're going to protect him. We're going to go Vera Tucker, the offensive tackle from USC. Yeah, Vera Tucker is a nice one. And I got him, you know, a couple picks later. But uh, I think Christian Darashaw from Virginia Tech is is, yeah. is who they're going. Offense, I think it's almost a coin flip. I think it's yep. fit, personality, and all those things, you know, what um, but what the Chargers are thinking. But name of the game, they were in so many games. And you just think, one less sack, one less play. And they easily could have been, you know, much better that they could have won two more or three more games than they won last year. They just found a way to lose every close game. I know. So that's they're, they're you talk to any they're going you talk to here. any Charger. That's been the Chargers like mo for many years. They just yeah. find they, they find ways to lose. You're absolutely right. Yeah. All right, fourteen. Now this was a change. Um, I think you got me. Um, thinking twice on this pick my original pick was Derisaw. um but i but you know after uh you know we, we talked and you know just reading up a little bit they probably go defense uh defense here and they probably go defensive end so my pick here is phillips okay and and uh, phillips is is definitely in the conversation phillips out of miami mm -hmm. I, I think they personally go pain out of michigan they need an edge rusher like this team just is one of the worst it's bottom third when it comes to getting to the QB. And you right. think you have all the weapons on offense. You have of a capable QB in Cousins. You have a great running game that you have to control the game. And the reason they built this team to control the game is because they can't stop anyone on defense. And right. the biggest reason that they can't stop any is, is they can't get the QB on the ground. So I, I definitely think they're going D-line D slash edge rusher to uh, – Hopefully, right. you know, make an impact like we saw with um, with um, with Chase Young last year. It's obviously it's not the it's not the second overall, third overall pick like Chase Young was last year. But I think this is where they're going to uh, to to try and make a difference and and get to the QB. So this is a team to watch. Um, I, I think I, it is the team to watch. Yeah. I listen again. I haven't done any trades. Uh, I've kept them in the 15 slot, but, you know, if there's one team that's moving up, it, it can certainly be New England. Um, but if they stay where they are and things unfold the way my mock has, I believe they will go QB with Mac Jones here. But that doesn't mean that if if if, if your mock's correct and Fields does drop, I think they'll try to trade up in a heartbeat because I think there is a, a decent gap between Fields and Jones. But if it does unfold the way that my mock is going, I you know, I, I can't see them going into next year with the QB situation they have now and, uh, you know, going through this all over again with, you know, okay, who are we going to draft at quarterback? I, I believe they, they, they have to get a QB as do a, lot, a number of teams, but you know, this is Bill Belichick and this is the Patriots and they're used to winning and they want to get back to those ways. Um, so we're going to go Mac Jones from Alabama here. Yeah. I, I, I love that pick. I, if, and I think if, Mac Jones were to fall and the trade, the Patriots don't trade. Like they just, I'm not even going to say it's like, they don't want to go and do it, 
they can't make the deal. Like the deal just right. doesn't happen. Like you they, have- are, they are actively trying to get into essentially get ahead of Detroit so they don't lose right. they don't lose the fourth QB. Like yeah. I, I easily could see if by any reason that San Francisco decided to go away from Trey Lance, they're tra- they're trading up to four yeah. to try and get him. Like to tr- but you you have Miami in the slot though now. I have right? I have yeah because of okay. my New England trade, which is the trade that I'm saying this is the one trade. So right. you know Miami has a, a pretty solid offense right now. I think, you know, yes, they could consider protecting Tua, um, but I'm going to go that they're going to go to the other side of the ball. And the guy that's fallen a couple spots, which I didn't intend initially in my original, is is Patrick Sertain Jr. is available. Wow. They, that's they a big could, drop. Yeah. They, they could lock up their corner, their corner situation. They already have, uh, you know, an excellent secondary and adding a guy that has that much value there. If Miami ends up in this 15 slot, there's no way they're letting Patrick Sertain Jr. pass. Okay. Number that 16. Brings us to 16, Arizona. So, you know, they've done a lot on offense uh, to help uh, Murray out there. Um, they brought in green. Now, listen, we, he's not the green of old, but, uh, you know, um, he's there with Fitz. You've got, you know, Hopkins, a couple other younger guys. They brought in um, James Connor from Pittsburgh to uh, share the backfield with um, uh, uh, Edmonds there. So offensively, um, you know, if he can't get it done with that, as, as I said, with the, with the uh, you know, a couple of the other QBs there, um, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I am not a Tua believer. I believe he's going to be a bust when it's all said and done. I do not like left-handed quarterbacks. Um, that's just me, though. Who knows? But we are going to go on the defensive side of the ball here. Um, uh, Zayvon Collins from, you know, he's the linebacker. Where, oh, my God. I, I, I don't have it where he is, but I think. I got him written down, too. Yeah. He, yeah. He's solid. So I have, I have uh, you know, fairly there as well because they could use help at cornerback. But we're going to go with Collins, linebacker, Arizona. Okay. So I easily could see that happen. They, they definitely need um, help at linebacker. But I think now that we were talking about you, you kind of like set it up and you just didn't pick that position that I thought you were going to. You know, they have the weapons on offense. They brought in Connor. They, oh, I see where you're going. Yeah. They, they, they brought in, um, they brought in AJ Green. Now he's the third receiver. You know, they still have Hopkins. Obviously, you know, their franchise QB is Murray. They're, they're going Vera, Vera, uh, Vera Tucker. That's who's available. They, if he's on the board at set or at 16, they have to take him as their offensive lineman and lock their offensive line. There's yeah, another I, option that I hope falls to 19 to address my team. Um, but I uh, think they're going to go Vera Tucker here. If he falls that far, sure. Um, you know, Murray, from what I remember, I mean, he, he, he escapes quite a bit. Uh, I didn't see a ton of sacks. He, he, I, don't, I don't see him in my top 10 at least. Um, but absolutely, that could be a position of need for them. Uh, and, it, and when we get start to get a little bit lower, uh, you know, a lot of teams can go a lot of different places, especially if you've got the, the, the BPA attitude, best player available attitude, and a guy like that falls. Sure. Same thing with the uh, your, your pick with um, uh, Sertain. I mean, if he's there and, uh, you know, you, you know, you, I mean, he would be a need for a lot of teams. But if he's not, you know, how do you pass up a, a, a potential stud like that? Yep. So, yeah, I could definitely see that. So. Number 17, Vegas. Um, so I think I've 
got, where is he here? I've got them, I, I kept my pick the same, I wanna say, as I did the my last mock, but I believe that they are definitely going to go on the offensive line. And I've got Alex Leatherhead, and I believe that was my pick the last time we spoke, offensive tackle from Alabama. Mm -hmm. So that that is an interesting one. I I think though, the Raiders, like if I see a guy in this draft that is Raider-esque, it, it's Mika Parsons out of, of Penn State. So yeah, I, I, have him, I have him in this slot. I think if they were at all threatened that they thought maybe someone else would is switching or thinking about linebacker, I think they're one of the teams that could get bluffed into overpaying and, <laughs> and taking someone. No kidding. Yep. We, we, you know, there, there's no guy in this draft, as we know that the Raiders love. There's no one in this draft that runs for two. So right, right. That means there's no receiver. There's no corner that runs for two because if there was, that's yeah. who the Raiders are picking. In this case, they love a, a, a tough nose linebacker who makes plays all over the field. If he's Raiders, like I think he is as like however the draft ends, Trevor Lawrence is going to be on the Jacksonville Jaguars, and mark my words that Mika Parsons is going to be on the Raiders come hell or high Listen, water. Listen, is that narrative, though, still there with Mayock? You know, the, you know I don't it, know. It, it, I don't know. Always, I mean, we, we always, when we think of the Raiders, like you said, 4-2 speed, you know, regardless of whether they, they you know, they can run the entire route tree. Um, I don't care. Give them to me. Um, but I don't know with Mayock there, who I have a lot of respect for. You know, I, I, I've, I've followed him for many years um, before he came on board with the Raiders. And, uh, you know, I've always loved his input. I've always loved his mocks. So we'll see. You know, um, I, what is he going into his second or third year now? I can't remember. Maybe it's his third. Third year. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's uh, still there. But, you know, definitely. I've, well, I've already gone Mika Parsons up at nine. Um, obviously a little high uh, compared to your board. But, yeah, a guy like that would definitely fit what, what, what you know, what Raider, Raider Nation is all about. Mm -hmm. 18, we got Miami here with their second pick. Now, with, with their first pick, I had Miami going uh, playmaker for Tua. That was Kyle Pitts. Now we're going to address the other side of the ball. We are going to go – and this guy – this I did change my pick. I originally had – who did I have here? Uh, Collins here originally. Um, but I have gone to uh, uh, the kid from Michigan, the defensive end. Uh, was it Kennedy Payne? Uh, yeah. You know, and 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 if if uh, Davis, the linebacker, is here, if Collins here, but regardless, I think they go defense with this pick. Uh, I agree. I got them. I also got them. This would be their second defensive pick, so it, it could right. be Collins. It, it could be if Payne was still on the board. I had him going to my uh, Minnesota at uh, at uh, at fourteen. Um, you know, we know that uh, there's no corners available. They already addressed that with Sertain Jr. So I, yep. I got uh, toss up between um, Collins or or Phillips, and I got them Phillips from Miami going there at uh, at 18. All right. Okay, All but right. do you want do you want, do you want to take this one? Uh, no, I'm gonna, we're going to keep keep it rolling the way we're doing it. So we'll let you go first. You know, again, like we 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 talked last. Um, I I I. I I really wanted to lean towards an offensive tackle. I've got that on my board still in Christian Derisaw, um, but you really got me thinking about, um, you know, continuing to shore up their defense. Uh, and there was a couple of guys out there, um, but I will stick with Derisaw offensive tackle. And I'll let you take it from here. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think, you know, 
you, you have a lot of different pieces. They've, you know, invested the last five years on the offensive line. Um, you know, they've found some nice pieces in, in the secondary. Um, you know, they brought back Fuller, which was a, which was definitely a plus last year. Then you go to the other side of the ball, you know, we still know that, you know, I don't know if we feel great about the QB situation. We got Fitzmagic and, and Heineke. Right. So I, I'm not saying that they're going to reach for a QB. I think they're just going to say, we're going to stand pat and get one more player to make this team better. So, hey, let's look behind me here. So we got number 17. He's really good. We yeah. really like what we saw with Gibson last year. So I love them. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're decent at tight end. So I think we got to go offensive line. I've been saying this since day one because this team was so much better when this offensive line was healthy. The yes. first, the first six days or six season, or uh, weeks of the season, they were banged up. They were hurt. We were one in five. We were the, a joke in the NFL. And then all of a sudden this line got better and better. We call it the, the epitome of, or the climax of the season is when you saw how good this line could be Thanksgiving against Dallas, no one gave us a chance in that game. Right. And when that line blocked the living daylights out of Dallas's defensive line and Gibson looked like he was the second coming of yeah. John Riggins or, or Tony Dorsett. <laughs> That's why I think, you know, I think Jenkins is the guy out of Oklahoma State. He he looks like a hog. He looks like yeah. like he's a second generation hog. So I think that's where they go with an offensive line. And, and I and I've discussed with you before. I really like uh Washington's future. I, I love, love, love the Curtis Samuel uh uh pickup. I, I think Carolina's really gonna miss him. They, they they you know they didn't use him enough, they didn't get the ball in his hands enough. You you mark my words, that guy's gonna be a stud next year. Um what concerns me is they could be good enough uh, to miss out on a quarterback next year. So where do they get that quarterback? And I know we've touched on Deshaun Watson, and I'll, and I'll just say really quickly, if, if, if everything turns out to be true and, and he did those things, absolutely, you'll never see him play another down in the NFL again. But if he, uh, you know, if, if it comes out that, that, that uh, you know, they were fab fabricated and, and the people are recanting and charges are dropped and he's back in there, Washington has to do everything they could possibly do to get Watson in that uniform because there, there really isn't a whole lot of guys out there. I know Teddy Bridgewater, Roger, Teddy Bridgewater has been given permission by the Panthers to seek a trade. I mean, is, do, 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 does that trade happen after the draft, you know, depending on, you know, where guys fall, but I like everything they've got. If it's magic, sure. He'll be fine there. Uh, you know, he'll give them a good, you know, a, a shot to win that division. Um, but he's not the long-term solution here. And if you do win your division and, uh, you know, you, you, you're, you're later in the draft. Yeah. Yes. A lot of teams may not need QBs uh, going into next year's draft because a lot of them have been taken the last two, three years or so, but you know, you, you may play yourself out of, out of a chance to, 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 to get a QB for the future. I just, who's out there right now. You know what I mean? But I love, I love what they're doing. You know, I, you know, you gotta be excited uh, as a Washington fan for sure. A hundred percent. I think this team has a ton of talent, you know, between McLaurin, we have an all pro and sheriff Landon Collins will be back this year. We got a, a lot of different, you know, we saw a huge elevation in the game of Logan Thomas. That's what we feel good at tight end. Yeah. A, a huge turnaround because I thought he was going to be a bust was Montez Sweat and he completely oh, right. yep. turned himself around. So I think there is a ton of things to be positive on. I totally agree with you. And I think if we get to the point 
that Watson does get cleared, I can see one or two of these defensive tackles getting traded in in a huge package to get Watson. Like it's going to have to be big because the Houston yeah. is, they've they've dug their heels. I mean, yeah. it's it's, a, it's going to be a standoff. I mean, right now everything's just like you know we're not discussing anything. But if they get to that point, yeah, now it's Watson's going to be. I told you, I'm I'm not playing for you guys anymore. And Houston's going to be. Well, we're not trading you, so you're right. I, I, we've seen this play out many times in many sports, and and eventually the player gets traded. But you're right, it's going to have to be a haul if we get to that point. Yeah. And you guys, I would love to see you guys with a great QB. I'm really like I I thought that San Francisco was in the mix for a while until this happened. San Francisco, if they had got Watson, if none of this had happened, would have been almost un- unbeatable in my opinion yeah they, they would have been they would have been the top or second best team in the nfc uh, mm-hmm. you know and, and we know that obviously the defending champs are, are nothing to sneeze at because they got nope. lots of uh lots of pieces there but it, it will be very very interesting to see how this watson thing plays out all right so we, we're rounding up to uh our, our last pick because uh, we're only doing 20 and then we're obviously doing the packers pick so, yep, what, do you, so- what do you think the bears do well, originally I had them taking um, Mac Jones, but I just don't think he falls this far anymore. Right? There's a lot of hype. Um, so they're either going to, you know, talk about a team that needs a quarterback. I mean, Andy Dalton, Jesus Christ. I mean, if I'm a Bears fan, I just would oh, it'd be like well, the way I felt on draft night last year, just infuriated. I mean, what, like, it, you know, okay, fair enough. If you bring in Dalton because there's a plan to draft one of the top QBs, I get it. He can be the the, inco- the, the, the starter, eventually give way, you know, um, you know, uh, groom the new kid. I, but I just, unless they trade up, I don't, you know, I don't see there being a QB, QB there, right? So with that being said, you know, let, let's let's get back to be the, the Bears' way, and that's defense. So we're going to uh, Caleb Fairley of cornerback. Uh, I, I see I, he is written down here. It's, it's either, it's either fairly at quarterback or we go Bateman at receiver. Uh, I, I think they're obviously, you know, they're franchise tagged uh, Robinson, Robinson again. Yeah. He's, he's disgruntled. Like they, they, unless they decide, this is a team that I would hope of all things, hope that they would trade up and get a QB, even if they ended up with Mac Jones, like they have to just they have to. trade up and do it. And, and and let's figure it out. Uh, what is happening with this uh, this team that has the potential? They got Montgomery. Yep. They got they got a Rod. They got a nice defense. Um, you know, they they have some opportunity, but they we just got to see them make a move. But I just don't know if they're going to move fast enough, right, to make a deal. So I, I think they're going to end up with Bateman as a receiver, or they're going to end up with Farley. Let's just say for our, you know, agreeing, we're, we're going to go Farley at QB. All right, sounds good. And let me just say, Allen Robinson had the opportunity to sign with the Packers when he left Jacksonville, and he chose the Bears. So how you how you yeah. doing now? I, but I, you know, I, I love a Rob. I really do. Yeah. So that's that's our that's our top twenty. Um, you know, and and as we talked about, I'll just talk talk um touch on the Packers for a second. Let me just go back to last year. You know, I am your typical, uh, no, not typical, actually. I, I, I am not your typical fan. I, you know, I've got guys who I want the Packers to draft. I've got positions or players or whatever, but I never, ever uh, get upset with their picks. You know, I want to give the kid a chance. I want to see what they can do. I'm not going to label them a bust or, or a stud after the first year. You know, too many guys get up in arms until last year. 
And, you know, I would have been one of those guys if you had been filming me that was, you know, throwing the television at the, or the, the you know, the chair at the television and flipping out and, you know, dumping tables. I, I was so mad because it, it was it was twofold because one, I was like, OK, they got to trade up here. They got to trade up here. And they did. And I wanted them to trade up for Patrick Queen um, because we couldn't stop the run. You know, we, we, we had a better season last year, but um, we just could not stop the run. North, south, not so bad when they got outside. Uh, you know, and went east and west, we were just, I mean, you saw what the 49ers did to them in the NFC Championship game in 2019. And I mean, to me, I thought that was a no-brainer. We don't need offense. The, offensively, they're good. They're in the, they're, I, I believe they're, you know, at, at, at minimum in the top 10 in, in, in offense with Rodgers and everything they got there. So we got to go defense, defense, defense. They trade up Jordan Love. I couldn't believe it. I mean, are you telling me that Rodgers only has two years left? And what does this guy go and do? He wins another MVP. And it's just like, I was so pissed. And again, I'm not, you know, tip, usually that person. And you know what? It's no knock on love. He, he can go out and, and he could have a great career and be a great quarterback. It was the position at the time. Our window was still open. I mean, you know, we had an excellent chance at going to the Super Bowl last year. With that pick, you would have thought that, you know, they're starting over again. You know, like, oh, the window's closed. You know, we're moving on from Rogers. Time to, are you kidding me? You know, we, we've, we've, we've been competing for the last two or three years. We were in the NFC Championship last year, the year before that. So, but I, again, to make it worse, it's like, okay, well, let's see what they do with the second round pick. And again, God love them. I love Aaron, uh, A.J. Dillon. But you do not draft a running back when you've already got Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams there in the second round. I mean, that was, I just, I, you know, it was the worst draft I've ever Major watched. Major reach. Major you know, reach. Big time. So they, you know, Long story short, they've got to go defense here. Uh, I've got the cornerback uh, from Northwestern, Greg Newsom. I've also got, uh, if, if he falls, Zayvon Collins, a linebacker, uh, to, to get some of those beast running backs that we're going to have to face, like Montgomery and uh, Dalvin Cook and uh, Swift, who really looked good uh, uh, towards the end of the season there. Um, it, you know, and, uh, you know, they got to help with the secondary there. Kevin King, they brought him back. God love him. Uh, he got torched in, in the NFC Championship game. Uh, he's not what we thought he would going to be. He's still young. He's still young. So we'll see. But they've definitely got to help on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I've, I've said for years, man, you, you give that team a, a, a Bears-like defense or a Ravens or a Steelers-like defense in their head, with that offense. And, and you know, Devontae can do it by himself. We've seen that. Uh, Devontae Funches is coming back. Tanyan's turning out to be a playmaker. Mar Marvez Valdez-Scantling, mark my words, if that kid can, you know, like work on his hands, He's a stud. So that's all there. And, and they've got the running back. That's all there. I mean, if they go offense, other than alignment, within the first two or three rounds, I'm not going to be happy. we got to go defense. Uh, and I agree with you. It, it's so easy. And I think you got me to really think about it when we kind of talked about this prior. Um, I was like, oh, you know, they need that number two receiver. They, they don't. Like, yep. Adams is the number one and the number two receiver. Sure. On that team. So I, I think if th there's two guys, I, that, that, that kid, Jeremiah uh, from, uh, from Notre Dame, the linebacker, yep, I, yep. I love him. He's a little small. He might have to, you know, take a couple of years to put on some more sides, but he's a ball player. He could easily be on your special teams unit to start out until he forms into uh, an every down linebacker. He can definitely cover as well. So he's got some tools, but I think a, a guy that Buffalo loves and I think he's talking a lot, of, uh, talking a big game, but he's backing it up. 
is is Asante Samuel Jr. out of FSU cornerback. Sure. Yeah. He looks fantastic. Yeah. I, I think he ends up I think he ends up wearing the the um the, the green and yellow. And and I'd be okay with that. Absolutely. So I, I just want, as we wrap up, you know, and look at uh, the draft overall, you know, some, you've seen some moves already, you know, we saw uh, a nice offensive alignment acquisition, I think it was Collins that went to, uh, yeah, went to yeah. the chiefs. So I think, you know, in, no, in, not no. Uh, um, Orlando Brown, Orlando Brown, no. excuse me. I, yes, you know, I believe, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's Orlando Brown. So I think it's really, really interesting to to look at this draft. And I think, Go back to year, drafts when we started our fantasy league like 16 years ago. Where are the running backs? So I know the running back that everyone keeps talking about that is has any first round potential is Travis Etienne. Um, and there's a couple I, actually, of, there's a couple other guys that are out there. Yeah. But who do you see as the running back that is is, is there a running back that gets Listen, in the first round? I think I maybe one. I think you could see Etienne or or Harris from Alabama. But listen, the, you know, the, the days of the, the, you know, the 300 carry uh, bell cows are over, right? They're, they're, they're sharing the load now. The, the, the emphasis on, on running back isn't what it used to be. Um, they've got the shortest shelf life in, 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 out of all positions, uh, you know, um, and I believe I could, it could be wrong. I could be different now, but I, I believe it's about five years yeah, uh, for running back. I, I, yeah, I just, <clears throat> I don't think, the, you know, you can find these guys. Listen, you've got an offensive line. Um, you know, you've got a, you know, a, a, a good back. Maybe he doesn't have the, maybe he doesn't have, he's not a burner. Maybe he's not a, you know, is that, you know, it shift you as you would like him to be, but you got a good old line. You create holes, you know, you could you get guys who run. They may not be able to run away, but they'll pick up the first downs. Right. So I think they're, you know, I believe you'll see one go, but just, you know, they're just not that high anymore with so many other needs and so many other positions and, and, you know, guaranteed money and the salaries and everything, you know, you want to give that to guys who are going to be on your team for the next 10, 12 years, whatever, whatever the case may be. Right. So defensive players, offensive linemen, quarterbacks, uh, receivers, you know what I mean? Uh, you saw how receiver heavy the, the, the draft was last year. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the, it's just not there anymore. And it's, it's too bad. I mean, you, you even see some of these studs that, you know, they have, a, you know, you tell me Dallas isn't regretting giving Zeke that, that contract. Absolutely. Oh, they course. are. I mean, they don't, should I mean, have let him walk and picked up <clears throat> right and picked up somebody else. Right. So like you look at, you know, India at 21, no running back needed uh, Tennessee at 22, definitely doesn't need a running back uh the jets uh, i don't know if they do that pittsburgh is pittsburgh is an interesting one because they've just gotten rid of um connor uh and right. walk um i don't Did remember I think 25 the, cleveland no baltimore going back no. to the jets quickly the jets could absolutely use a back but they've got so many glaring holes that to, to, to use a first round pick on a back would be you know, ridiculous. just ridiculous. It is the Jets, so it's possible. <laughs> and then New Orleans, no. Um, Packers and Bills, definitely not. And then the, listen, there there is talk about the Bills. Really? Okay. They, if if Etienne could be, I've 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 seen them mock the Bills. I know Bills fans are talking about it. I don't know if he lives in the uh, you know five fifty at all. He's been a very popular guy that they've discussed. Um, they got Singletary and they got Moss. So it, 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 it made me scratch my head as well. But I mean, let's see, you know, what, what, you know, what would the plans be if they would ever bring him into the fold? But um, the Packers, no, you would think the Bills, no, 
but the Bills they really didn't get anything from their running game last year. If you look no, back, yeah, you know, like you know, they they could have already decided that they're going to pivot and and look at Singletary and saying he's not it. You know, right. Moss could be the could be the alternate or the the change of pace back because he's a bigger, you know, more exactly. of a goal line back, short <clears throat> yeah. yardage kind of guy, and and definitely can spell and and you know he's not going to be a guy that carries the ball twenty five times a no. game if you're fully healthy, but he's definitely a guy that can spell and, and have double digit carries and, and be extremely effective. Like you saw some of the guys in Baltimore. So now that you say that that's not necessarily a bad idea for yes. Buffalo's because I think they're probably, they, 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 they probably mailed it in on Singletary if they're talking about uh, talking about etching or, or any of the other guys going at this spot. So it'll be interesting yep. to see how many. Backs. It will be. 100%. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, when we talk, you know, we talk fantasy and now we don't want to deviate too much longer, but it, it's, it's sometimes it's the situation that guys end up in, like, you know, like hilarious last year, it was a great situation while he was healthy on the team that he was, because he's on a team that scored a ton of points, you know, right. for, for a guy to end up now, you know, on Jacksonville as the running back, that's probably not, unless he's a great pass catcher, it's not a good idea. So yeah. It's going to be very interesting how this this draft plays out. So, mm-hmm. so Jay, again, this is we're we're wrapping up now, and I really appreciate some of your insight. It was kind of really fun to kind of go through and and go through. Absolutely, the draft. I love this time of year. This is Christmas yeah. for me. Well, <laughs> well, let's call it. Uh, well, Christmas day is usually uh, week one. So week I don't one. know what you'd want to, you know. Yeah. Uh, you want to call it Easter? What, what's your next favorite holiday? I, I I don't know to be honest with you. Maybe it's you know, maybe it's your Valentine's Day. I know sure. it's not Renee's, it's yours. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So, as, hey, as we wrap up, I know you've kind of really, um, you've been in, involved in sports malleability for, for quite some time now. Maybe you can kind of tell us some of the things that you're doing on, on Facebook Live as we wrap up. Yeah, real quickly, I, I started collecting, um, you know, 25 years ago. I used to work for the Blue Jays, and we used to have a lot of interactions with the uh, players and the visiting players used to come down and hang out with us all the time. So, you know, they used to sign stuff for us, and it kind of got me into the hobby. And, uh, you know, as the years went on, I started collecting a little bit more. And I started getting to these things called breaks. Uh, and basically what they are is, you know, I actually got something right here. I mean, I'll show you. I mean, I don't know if you're going to, you know, this is a, you know, a, a, a autograph size uh, basketball. And the, 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 hot, the top headline in this is like Luka Doncic, right? So you don't know what's in there. It's, it's um, there's a list of guys that it could be. Um, there was a Kobe line. There was a Jordan line. Um, and what happens is we, 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 you know, there's 30 teams in the NBA. So there's 15 spots and you buy a spot. And you randomly get, uh, you're, you're given a couple of teams. So if you've got the Mavericks and the Suns and we open the box and, and, and Booker comes out, you know, you win that ball. If Doncic comes out, you win that ball. Um, it, it, it's, 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 it's a gamble, but it's, it's, it's like a raffle as well. So it's been going really well. We do NFL, we do NBA, we do MLB, NHL, jerseys, bats, helmets, balls. It's, it's been really fun. You know, I, I'm, I'm, um, I'm a big, you know, a lover of the hobby, but, uh, you know, it, it keeps us fun, it fun as well. And, you know, a lot of people have won a lot of, you know, great stuff over the last few months. So it's called 431 uh, Sports Cards and Collectibles, and you can find that on Facebook. All right. Pretty awesome. So how did you, how did you guys, I know that uh, it's not your business, but you connected with a, a community on this. Um, how did that yeah, kind of so- get started? So I was, you know, I got one of these uh, for Christmas. The kids um, bought me a mystery helmet and it turned out to be a Cal Ripken Jr. Uh, Baltimore what? Orioles helmet. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, and 
you know, I, I said to my wife, you know what, this is, this is fun. You know, I'd, I'd love to buy a few products and, and see how they do. So, I, and I did that. And I was in a group where some guys from Winnipeg uh, saw and said, listen, we've got a, a really big group out here. Um, we're mainly cards right now, but we want a memorabilia guy and uh, we love what you're doing. And at the time, I want to say there was 300 members. And this was, I want to say, two months ago. Since I've joined, and I, I mean, it's not just me. It's been a lot of hard work with the other guys out there. Um, we have a, almost 1,000 members. Um, oh. it, it's going well. I mean, we're all, we're all making a little bit of money, of course, but it's not something that, you know, we're quitting our jobs over or, you know, living off of. It's just, it's fun. We, we enjoy it. Um, yeah, so it originated in, in, in the Winnipeg, hence the 431 area code. Um, but now we've got guys coast to coast in this. I've got guys from New Brunswick all the way to Vancouver um, who are getting into these uh, breaks. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been exciting. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can keep it going. All right. Pretty awesome. I, I definitely will have to, because I know I've joined one. And I saw it was it, like, you know, some of the stuff that you guys were pulling out of these mystery boxes. You know, I, I can't remember what was the helmet that I saw. Well, we pulled them Patrick Mahomes. That was that, a big that's, one. That was, that was the one that I saw, which was like, whoa, okay, this is, yeah. le this is legit. So yeah. Um, yeah, pretty awesome. So, you know, congratulations on your success on this and uh, enjoy the draft uh, this week. It'll be a lot of fun. I think we'll definitely have to chat again on the side. Um, three more sleeps baby three yeah, more sleeps because it's definitely going to change our fantasy league on on where people yeah, yeah. end up so we'll be definitely talking about that but again appreciate your time tonight um this has been pretty awesome you know i'll probably be this is going to go up on i'm going to have to check the audio but um probably it'll go up you know later than wednesday at noon i normally post at noon and then people can listen okay. to that lunchtime or on their ride home and um it's been pretty fun so far so again appreciate your time being on um a lot of fun going through the draft uh, i know people are super excited about uh, what's to come and this is one of my first you know ex almost exclusively sports um uh episodes you know i've had some that you know you talk about an athlete like Vince Carter and it's the shoes, but it's also the sure. the culture yeah. that has changed. This one is really about the draft, but it, it's for me, it's such a, an important time of year as it is for you. Um, yeah. Definitely had to do it. So I'm glad you were the one that I was able to, that was available to do it. So I appreciate your time and uh, you know, wish you all the best and we'll, we'll definitely have to chop it up after the, the draft and everything is all settled. Uh, absolutely. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. I had a blast. I always no love talking football, but you know that. All right. All right. Pretty awesome. So again, Jay, thanks so much. And uh, okay. that's the end of this episode of Sneaks Rhymes of Life. All right. Take care. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Later. One, two, one, two. So again, that was a amazing episode with Jason Gloins in talking about this upcoming NFL draft. Um, a lot of things are happening in the world, but I just wanted to do a special dedication for this episode. So um, some may know me from Instagram or, or Facebook, or you know me in person, but um, uh, 25 years ago, I had a good friend that passed away, Mike Katsopoulos. He was my childhood best friend. And um, uh, it's 25 years um, since he, he he has left us. So um, not to put any damper on this episode, um, it was a lot of fun. But Mike was a big football fan, and we both love the game of football, and, and I still do, and I know he still does, wherever his spirit may be. But um, 
Yeah, I, I really wanted to do this episode not only for me, but for him. And I think he'll, uh, when he hears it, and I'm sure he heard it today, he would thoroughly enjoy it. So, uh, Big Mike, uh, Mikey, you know, um, you know, uh, you, you were the first friend I ever had, um, and, and and I love you and I appreciate you, and uh, I'm I'm hopefully get a chance to enjoy this episode. Uh, because it meant a lot and, and you know today is the 25th anniversary uh, of your passing and, and I never got a chance to to see you but uh, before you pass but uh, things happen pretty quickly but um, um, you know this is this is for you and uh, and I hopefully you you thoroughly enjoy it and listeners again thanks so much for listening supporting uh, sneaks rhymes in life uh, this was definitely a, a life uh episode and uh and i really again thank you jason Goins, for being on with me and talking about the draft and uh and bringing it to life so um uh, until the next episode everyone take care